Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Mern. I'm a certified health coach, certified personal trainer, and soon to be a certified brain rewiring coach. We're going to be talking about all things training, nutrition, mindset, and hormone balancing for the Lady Climber. You can learn more about me and the services I offer over at ladybetacoaching.com and over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching. Let's dive in. Alrighty, today we are talking all about money mindset. So if you've been following me on Instagram or if you're on my email list, you probably know that I've been talking a lot about business over the last few weeks. So there's a reason for this. I freaking love business. It is such a passion of mine and I really think that I was put on this world to help other people grow their businesses. And I asked on Instagram stories what you guys wanted to learn about if you wanted to learn more about money mindset or getting clients. Spoiler alert, I'm probably going to do both of these episodes, but an overwhelming amount of you voted to learn more about money mindset on the stories. So we're going to deliver. The first thing that I really wanted to say about this is if money is a triggering topic for you, that's a big hint that you need to be looking and diving deeper into this. That's a really big signal to you like, okay, we need to go deeper here. Why is money such a hard topic for me to think about, for me to speak about? What's the type of relationship that I have with it right now? And that's really going to give you a lot of insight into the potential limiting beliefs that you're holding on to around money because all of us have learned these things from somewhere and we're going to dive into that, of course, but we've learned our beliefs about money from somewhere. We weren't born with them. Like babies are not born believing things about money. We have to learn it from somewhere. So asking yourself, you know, why do I feel uncomfortable about money? Why do I feel uncomfortable when other people talk about money? I think it's going to be a really big insight. Once you've gotten really comfortable knowing where you kind of stand with money, okay, I do feel uncomfortable when people bring, you know, the, the subject of money up. I feel, you know, a lot of lack around money. Once you've identified what it is that you feel around it, then we can start to do some of this deeper work. And again, if this is triggering for you, it's a really good sign that you do need to work on this. So there's two different places that we can make decisions out of. There's two different places that we can move through the world. And the first is going to be out of fear and scarcity. So that's where if if we're making decisions out of fear and scarcity, that's because we're afraid we're not going to get money back. That's because we're afraid, you know, there's not enough of it to go around. The other place that we can make decisions out of is love and abundance. So believing that there is enough to go around, believing that you like you deserve the good things that come from having and spending money. So really thinking about, okay, where are you making your decisions out of which one of those two places? And anytime I feel myself kind of like slipping back into that lack mindset or that fear and scarcity place, I have to do some thought shifting around this. And thought shifting is something that I teach all of my brain rewiring clients. So to brain rewiring, there's there's two different parts of it. There's the brain rewiring and then there's the thought shifting. So thought shifting is constantly asking ourselves, okay, what did I, how did I make that decision out of, you know, what am I thinking about myself right now? Where is this coming from? Is this coming from love for myself? Is this coming from, I know there's abundance out there in the world or is this coming from that place of scarcity and fear? So being able to shift those thoughts, how can I get get myself to that place of love and abundance. So I'm going to share a little example with you. So a couple weeks ago, I brought my car in to get the oil changed. um, And I ended up having to get my brakes redone as well. And 
If you're out there and you know a lot about cars, please don't scream at me right now. Um, it's not something that I'm going to do for myself. It's something that I would far prefer to pay somebody else to take care of. It's kind of like a time versus money thing and I'd way rather spend the money. So at first I kind of felt myself sinking back into that like, oh my God, I don't wanna have to pay for this. Like it's $400 that I really didn't wanna have to spend. And I realized that was coming out of a, a definite scarcity mindset because essentially what I was telling myself, what I was telling the universe is I'm spending this money right now and I don't believe it's gonna come back to me, which is complete bullshit. And as a business owner, I have to know that money, I'm going to spend it and it is absolutely going to come back. So for me, I was able to do some thought shifting and really be able to tell myself, you know, I'm so thankful that I even have a car in the first place that I get to have my brakes changed. Like how thankful am I that I know my brakes are safe enough now when I go out and drive to where I know I'm going to get home safely. So I was able to do that thought shifting. Another really common example is let's say you're paying your bills or you're paying for groceries and you kind of like just get that like plummeting feeling in your stomach where you're like, oh, like there goes my money again. But instead of being in that place, instead of being in that place of fear and scare, how can you shift that to love and abundance for yourself? So how can you tell the universe, I am so thankful to be paying my bills because that means I have a place to live. I am so thankful to pay my cell phone bill because that means I have a phone to use. I'm so thankful to buy these groceries because that means I have food to eat. So whatever you need to tell yourself in order to get out of that place is going to be so helpful because the reason behind all of this, the thought shifting and really making those decisions out of love and abundance is because money will always go in the path of least resistance. Everything is energy. Every single little thing. My thoughts, my feelings, your thoughts, your feelings. So like will always attract like. So since everything is energy, the way that you feel towards money that's going to affect whether or not more of it comes back to you. So are you going to be able to attract in more money if you're actively resisting it? If you're actively telling the universe, like, I feel a lot of fear and scarcity around this, that's not telling the universe to send you more of it. The things that we learned when we were younger are really what are going to affect what we believe going forward and into our adult lives. So some of the common beliefs that we might potentially have around money from our childhood, from what we've learned from our parents, and we're going to go deeper into this. So the first one is, oh, money doesn't grow on trees. You can see right then and there, that's a big scarcity mindset. Yes, maybe actually it doesn't, but the, the deeper thing that that is saying is that there's not enough to go around, that there's a very limited amount of money and that you have to be, you know, really, really conscious of how you spend it all the time. You know, don't spend any on fun, like just save, save, save all the time. Um, the next one is going to be people with a lot of money aren't good people. They're greedy. They're devious. They're just hoarding. So really thinking of yourself and your belief of like, what do you think of when you think of people with money? What do you think of people that have, that make six figures, seven figures that are trust fundies? You know, like what are your thoughts around those people? Because if you're actively trying to make more money, but yet you think that somebody else who makes money is a bad person, what are you going to think of yourself when you start making more money? So you really need to look at that and rewrite that for yourself in order to start attracting in more. Other examples would be, um, I always have to struggle for money. You know, I have to work really, really hard for it. I have to work this like job that I hate. It has to be something that's uncomfortable. It can't just like, if I were to just get money easily, what would that say about me? Another one is when I do make money, it goes away really quickly. So I get my paycheck and then maybe I spend all of it. So next one is going to be, I have to work really hard to get it. So kind of like I was saying, I always have to struggle for money. Like that almost 
really, really sets forth that hustle mindset. You know, sometimes a little bit of hustle can be good, absolutely, but making sure that you're not directly linking your productivity with how hard you're working, because especially as a business owner, if this is something that you're interested in, you cannot be working all of the time. That is not a good balance. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to feel resentful. You're going to not have energy to do the things that you want to do, maybe like rock climbing. So other ones could include, you know, I can't change my socioeconomic status. How I was born, you know, the the amount of money that my parents made, like that's just, that's going to be my future. You know, like maybe your parents were struggling. You watched them struggle as you grew up. So you just think that that's the way that it has to be. Or maybe your parents made a ton of money and you're really struggling yourself and you're just not, you're not seeing that disconnect and why it's happening. Other example, so the more I work, the more money I make. And this might sound like it's pretty logical, but again, if you're a business owner, understanding like there are only so many hours in a day. So if you're really stuck and really fixated on, okay, if I work more, I will make more money. Again, you're gonna lead to burnout. You're gonna get resentful. Like that's not a sustainable business model and that's not how you scale your business either. So being able to put systems in place and automate things that can be automated, you know, doing things like group programs instead of one-on-one, you know, that's not the more that you work. That's just being efficient. That's being smart. So going even further into the money mindset. So thinking about, yes, okay, I have this relationship with money right now, but like, let's really get to that root of where did this come from in the first place? So ask yourself, what did you learn from your mom about money when you were growing up? And you could substitute this for any, you know, parental figure that you had growing up, or maybe it's a grandparent, but what did you learn about your mom? How did she spend her money? Did she make money? You know, What were kind of the thoughts around saving, spending? What were some of those things that people say? Like, for for example, my dad always used to tell me, like, money doesn't grow on trees. And I'm like, yes, okay, logically, I understand that. But that deeper thing, again, is like, okay, that means there's not enough of it to go around. And then on the other side of that, what did you learn about your dad from about money? So really thinking of those two, are they similar? Are they different? is a lot of that based in that fear and scarcity mindset, because if that's the case, no wonder you're going to have those types of thoughts now. No wonder that's going to feel so comfortable for you because that's probably the way that you've been operating for so long. And it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of time to start to shift that for yourself. Because again, it's not it's not comfortable to change. Our ego doesn't want us to change. It wants us to stay exactly as we are. And anything that challenges it, it's going to, you know, try to throw a little hissy fit, tell you, you know, There's actually not enough money to go around. You don't deserve to make more money. Um, Making money can't be easy. It should be hard. All of these types of things. One more thing that you can do to try to dive deeper into your money mindset is to describe your relationship to money as if it were a person. What does that look like for you? Is it a love-hate relationship? Do you love money when it's here, hate it when it's gone? Because again, thinking back to if everything is energy and you're actively disliking money when it's not around you, of course money's not going to want to flow to you. So making sure that you're really keeping in that love and abundance mindset as much as possible. So if you're somebody right now, maybe you are a business owner, maybe you're not, and you're really wanting to make more money, think about, okay, Am I in the good energy that money wants to be around right now? Am I the path of least resistance or am I putting resistance out there into the world so that money doesn't actually want to come my way? 
Something that's really important to point out here is if you have been in that lack or scarcity mindset for a while now, it might be really helpful for you to create affirmations around what you do want your relationship with money to look like, what you do want money to play the role in your life. So when you're creating affirmations, you want to be very clear about what you want. You want to say what you do want, not focusing on what you don't want. So saying things like, I attract abundance effortlessly, instead of saying, I don't have debt. So see how that keeps the focus on love and abundance instead of staying in that fear and scarcity. So your affirmations should also be in the present tense. You want to make sure that you're not speaking about things as if they were in the future because that tells the universe like it's not happening yet. So our brains don't know the difference between reality and fantasy. So we get to create the reality that we want. We can literally make things happen a lot sooner by saying things like, okay, I have a six-figure business versus I will have a six-figure your business or I want a six-figure business. So making sure that you're really focusing on what you want right now and creating that reality in your life. You can also frame your affirmations as a statement. So if you're somebody that does really well with questions, that can work. Um, for me personally, this I like statements a little bit more, but you can say something like, my business brings in 10K per month, or holy shit, how did I make 10K this month? Like really celebrating yourself and putting yourself in those vibrations and that energy as if it were already happening for you. So you wanna be able to feel your affirmation in your body. You have to be excited for it. It should be something that really makes you happy and joyful and so so stoked to keep working and moving forward but the most important thing is that you actually believe what you're saying so saying your affirmation in a way that allows you to believe it because ultimately if you don't believe what you're saying it's not gonna work and at the beginning it might be a little bit of fake it until you make it it might be something to where you're like "Eh, it seems so far away right now but it's going to help The more that you do it, the more that you will start to actually believe that it's happening for you. So in order to actually put this into practice, so how to use affirmations, and this can be used for anything. It doesn't have to just be money mindset. You can use it for fear of falling, thinking that you can climb a certain grade. Like for me, I use I climb V10 as one of my affirmations. So it's in the it's in the present tense. It's not saying, oh, I will climb V10 when. It's no, it's happening right now. Currently, I'm working towards it. The universe is bringing it towards me. Um, also, if you guys are enjoying these little bit more woo-woo type podcasts, please let me know. This is something that I am really, really passionate about. I'm really, um, I would like to say deep into it. And it's not a side of myself that I've shared a ton on Instagram or Facebook or email. Um, This is just something that I've kind of been working on for myself. So please let me know, leave a rating, leave a review if you like more of this, because I can go as woo as you want. And I would be so excited to do so. So with the affirmations, so making sure that you're, if you're somebody that does really well visually, writing your affirmation out, you can do it 10 times a day for 30 days. I think that that's really highly effective. You can write it on your mirror. You can write it on post-it notes, just somewhere that you can see it. So when you see it, you actually do start to believe it. If you're somebody that's a little bit more auditory, you can say your affirmation out loud 10 times a day. So look at yourself in the mirror and say it. So really believe it. Look at your facial expression. So 
being able to record yourself too, that can be really helpful. So play it back to yourself whenever you can, especially if you start to get back into that fear and scarcity mindset. This can be incredibly helpful. If I ever fall into a negative money mindset, I'm absolutely going to be listening back to this podcast because I think it'll be so helpful in that situation. So let's talk about sample affirmations. So some that you can take and use for yourself, because again, we want to keep these in the present tense. We want to make sure that we're, you know, working on actually believing that they're true that they are true for ourselves so if you're focusing on your money mindset you're wanting to as a business owner make more money or maybe you are working something like a nine to five and you're like oh I really want a promotion I really just want more money to come my way things that you can say for example are I am worthy of abundance my life is full of abundance money comes to me easily and effortlessly I am a money magnet I am abundance I am wealthy I am running a six-figure business Endless abundance is available to me. I am wealthy, worthy. I am successful. I am attracting in abundance effortlessly. These are all really great examples of things that you can use. So for me, some of my personal affirmations that I use in my business are, I run a seven-figure business. I make 20K per month. I I am abundance. Like I I don't need it to come from external sources because I am already so full of it. So moving into how to attract more money into your life right now, there are some things that you can do. Obviously, the thought shifting is going to be so helpful using the affirmations, but some other tips that might be helpful for you is being able to visualize your money coming into you. How is it going to come to you? Is it going to drop into your PayPal account? Is it going to come through Venmo? Is it going to be a physical check in the mail? What is that going to look like? Knowing if you're somebody that really needs all of those details, how are you going to feel when it comes in? Are you going to be able to smell the dollar bills? Are you going to be able to see the details? Or are you somebody that can be a little bit more general? Maybe you're a non-specific manifester, but you do still need to get clear on the feeling that you're going to feel when you receive that money. Is it going to be something like happiness that you can feel in your chest? Is it going to be a sense of relief? Is it going to be just like utter joy? How are you going to feel when that money comes into your life? So other things that you can do are to get comfortable talking about money. So being able to have, you know, conversations about paying bills or buying groceries or paying for your breaks with not being not attaching your emotion to it, you know, not any negative emotions anyway, but like just being really thankful for being able to have money to spend and knowing that it is going to come back around. Other things that you can do is keep money around. So have like a jar with some money in it, be able to see it all the time. That's going to help your brain know that, hey, wow, money is everywhere. It's awesome. It, it's not a scarce thing. It is something that is abundant. Other things that you can do are to really distance yourself from people who are stuck in that scarcity mindset. So maybe that's your friends, maybe that's your partner, maybe that's your family. For me, it's just really not helpful as a business owner to be talking to people a lot that have that scarcity mindset. It really highly affects me. And I need to make sure that I'm as protective of my energy as possible. Because if you're around people that are talking really negatively about money, you're probably going to do the same thing and you need to just be very mindful of it. Other things that you can do are you can clean up your wallet and your purse. So if you have a wallet that is like 15 years old, not even joking, this was me until up a, uh, up until a couple months ago, I had this like super old wallet from high school and I had just had it for forever. And you want to 
buy your money something like a really nice place to live. Like again, it all is all about energy. Money is going to flow in the path of least resistance. So if you have something really nice, a really nice home for your money, it's going to want to go there. And again, that sounds super woo, but I am not kidding. It works. Other things that you can do. So practicing gratitude. So being really fucking thankful for the things that you do have. Making sure that you are watching your own language, avoiding that fear and that scarcity talk. Um, I even sink into this sometimes too. You know, when I make investments, when I do things like sign up for business coaching, you know, that's a very large investment that I'm making. And that little voice in the back of my head is like, oh, are you sure you want to spend that much? And that's the scarcity mindset saying like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to spend this money and it's not going to come back to me when I know beyond a doubt, if I spend that money to get coaching and I do that investment, absolutely, I'm going to make that back tenfold. I'm investing in myself. So we just talked about investing in yourself. And if you are a business owner and you're listening to this on the day it came out, so you're listening to this on November 19th, which is a Thursday, that means my newest course is out. Ignite is a 12-week business accelerator program designed to help you grow and start your business. So if you are somebody that works online with people, if you are a service provider, if you are a climbing coach and you want to get more clients, this program is for you. So in this 12-week program, it's completely self-paced, meaning you get immediate access to the program. You get to go at your own pace. You're able to implement everything. There are weekly recorded modules. You'll be able to have the homework, the handouts. It's essentially a business in a box. And this is what I created because I wanted, I wished I had had this when I first started my business. So I went and hired a coach and it was an amazing experience. But if I would have had something like this to really help me get off the ground and running right away, something that was, you know, more cost effective than right away, just hiring a coach, I would have been so much farther ahead than I am now. So being able to really take into account, okay, what is it with you want that you want for your business? You know, do you want to grow your business? Do you want more clients? Does being on social media give you anxiety? <laughs> is it something to where you look at social media and you're like, oh my God, how do I even use that? You know, it makes you feel resentful of it because you're like, I just don't get how people actually get clients off of there. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I actually make 80% of my revenue and income from Instagram, which is crazy. So I also have a Facebook group. I also have an email list, but a majority of my income comes from Instagram. So social media is so incredible. It can be such a powerful marketing tool, but only if you know how to use it correctly. So during this course, during this program, I'm going to be teaching you how to identify your ideal client. So the person that potentially you were a couple years ago that you can really help out thinking of some of the barriers that you've overcome in your life that you really want to help people with, that you want to share with the world, your gifts, your talents, being able to hone in on who you want to help, creating programs, products, services, and offers that people are going to be dying to pay you for. So the reason that I wanted to do this is because if you are a climbing coach, it is absolutely possible for you to make a full-time income doing what you love. You do not have to continue to work at the climbing gym for, you know, close to minimum wage. That's not something that doesn't have to be your life. It does not have to be hard to get clients and 
it does not have to be hard to grow your business. So you don't have to just be a climbing coach for this. This is for anybody, a service provider. You can be a coach of any kind, anybody that works with people and wants to learn how to use social media to grow their business. So during this 12 weeks, we're going to teach you how to not only identify that client, create the programs, products, and services that they're dying to pay you for. We're going to be going even deeper into money mindset, how to actually run your business, how to be a damn good business owner as well. Super important going to be teaching you about how to register your business, your taxes, all of the finer details, the legality, all of those that are super important to laying the foundations of your business so that you can grow and scale. How to start working with people. Do you want to work with people one-on-one? Creating group programs, passive offers, learning how to reach people, how to talk to them so that, you know, eventually your potential clients are going to start coming to you. You're not always going to have to chase after them. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, November 19th, Ignite is now open for enrollment. So this program will be available all the time, but for the next two weeks, it's going to be $400 off. So there are payment plans included with this and you can get started right away. So I really want you to think about, okay, it's going to be winter soon. What do I want my business to look like? What am I going to spend the winter focusing on? Is this something that I can afford to not pursue? Because sometimes the cost of not doing something is more than the cost of the thing that you want to do. So really keep in mind, okay, what are your goals for yourself? How do you feel? How do you want to show up in the world? Who do you want to serve? What kind of impact do you want to make? Ignite is your answer. It's going to be the program that shows you exactly. It's a step-by-step program on how to grow your business. So if you want to learn more, you can go to ladybetacoaching.com ignite, and you can learn all about the program. You can see tons of testimonials from my business clients. I've actually helped two engineers quit their full-time jobs and make three times more than they made at their engineering jobs. Like, just think about how insane that is. Being a coach is a really lucrative job, but being able to leverage social media is also really important. And the two of those can go hand in hand. If you have something, if you have gifts and talents that you want to share with the world, this program is for you. Being able to surround yourself with people that do have a really positive mindset around money, and maybe you're the only person in your life that has that, but make sure you do have a code word for people that do, you know, maybe it's your partner, somebody you're really close with, maybe it's like your your sister or your friend, and if you feel yourself slipping into that negative money mindset, have a code word. Um, I think mine is like trash panda or sharks don't run on land, something like that, like something ridiculous, just to remind yourself like, oh shit, we're slipping back into this, how can we shift to that abundance mindset again. So other things, so definitely make sure you're exploring your relationship with money. Where did you get your beliefs from? What did you learn from your mom? What did you learn from your dad? What do you believe now? Because all of these things that we've learned, essentially we've chosen to pick them up as adults. But that does not mean you have to carry them around. What I like to think of it as is we have this backpack and we're kind of like picking up all of these rocks along the way. We've been picking up and collecting rocks since we were young, since we were little. And eventually like our backpack's gonna get fucking heavy. And at a certain point, you need to decide if you wanna keep carrying around those rocks or you wanna maybe dump out some of those rocks because they're actually not serving you. They're not making your life any easier. So making sure that you're taking a look at that, really describing your relationship with money as if it were a person, 
what does that look like? You know, are you somebody that is talking about money in a positive way? Or is it really like, I'm just afraid. I'm afraid I'm not going to have enough. And also potentially exploring that word enough. What does enough mean to you? You know, what are the actual bills that you do need to pay to have a roof over your head? Um, for me, I'm, I'm not somebody that likes the word budget. Like that is just, that's not a part of my vocabulary. I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with that. But for me, that like gives me a lot of anxiety. Like I don't like being, I don't like feeling restricted in any way. So when I have a budget, also my personality type is a rebel. So that for me just doesn't feel good having parameters on myself. I need to not be told what to do. And generally then I do really well. If somebody doesn't tell me what to do, I'm like, great, I can do that. Um, I can do those things, but it has to be more self-directed. So I know a lot of people do have budgets. So potentially working with somebody like a money coach might be really helpful for you to reframe some of those things and see where your finances are going, seeing where you have some wiggle room. And also if you haven't started a business yet, but you're passionate about something, you want to start a side hustle, like absolutely you can make that happen. Getting really clear on, okay, who is it that I want to serve? What is it that I'm really good at? What can I actually help people with? And we'll potentially get into that in a future episode, but I mean, there are a lot of ways to make money and making sure that you are placing yourself in a really good way to attract money in effortlessly. So using those affirmations, I think that those are really helpful. I still do those every single day in my business. um, And that's something that has been the most helpful for me. So hopefully you have really enjoyed this episode. Again, if you are interested in hearing more similar to this, even if you're not a business owner, let me know, leave a rating and a review, and I will do more of this woo-woo type stuff for you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, please make sure you go leave a rating and a review. And monthly, I will actually be doing a giveaway for a free training plan. So if you head to wherever you find your podcast, so that can be on Apple, iTunes, that can be on Stitcher, go ahead, leave that rating and review. And once a month, I'm going to be drawing somebody's name for a free training plan. I so appreciate the feedback and it helps me get to know you better and get to know exactly what you want to hear on the podcast. Stay tuned for next week.